Hey guys, it is Relly Rel here on Serendipity Podcast. If you're first tuning in, thank you. Um, so I have a few things to say today. Um, I picked out what I want to speak about. So I'm really glad that you're tuning in. Make sure you got a good old snack or some wine or whatever the case might be. Um, I'm definitely glad I have off today. For those of you who do celebrate, happy Mother's Day. Um, for those of you who do not celebrate um, any sort of day at all, if you are a mom, you are a mom every single day. So shout out to those who, you know, have children and who are doing their thing. Shout out to the dads too. Let's not forget that there are some moms who are, you know, not in their kids' lives and the dads are doing the best, you know, they can to raise them as well too. So First of all, I'm super excited because I'm in a new environment. Um, Shout out to the Hilton for giving first responders, you know, free rooms. So I decided to get away from my apartment and just, you know, indulge in a stay at the Hilton Hotel for a few weeks. So I'm excited about that. Right. Um, Let's see. So first things first. First things first. I wanted to talk about forgiveness slash happiness today, right? But I wanted to like open it up with um, like a YouTube video that I was watching a few months ago in November. I have this journal where I take a bunch of notes about, you know, different things, uh, whether it's documentaries or the case might be. It's just a journal for me to like go back and to you know, re-acknowledge things that I need to remind myself of, right? So I seen this YouTube video by Will Smith. Everyone knows how um, vocal Will Smith is about, you know, how he feels about love and everything like that, especially with his family. So the YouTube video that you can, you know, search on is called What is Love, right? That's by Will Smith. So since we're talking about forgiveness and happiness, I figured I'd start this off just a little bit, just like a a few things that I had jotted down, right? So for yourself, right, we all know that, or some of you actually don't know, that no one can make you happy, right? I think as I got into a few relationships and you know, me not knowing myself, I kept expecting some sort of like validation from someone else. If you are with someone right now and you are constantly like nagging about little things or you're just not being that person that you can communicate with, um, that means you're kind of forcing someone to make you happy within yourself. Like you need an approval And I think that's the biggest mistake that all of us make in our relationship. You have to be happy with yourself to be whole with yourself first before someone can enter your energy, enter your circle. Um, So I definitely think it's important for these three things that Will Smith actually brought up in his uh, definition of love. But he spelled it L-U-V. So L would stand for listen. U would stand for understand. And V stands for validate. Right. So. We do not need someone to validate who we are. Right. You're supposed to be happy with who you are. And I know that's very hard. And anytime when you're going through some shit, you know, when 
you know, the job that you have is not paying enough or the person in your life is not really on the same level as you. I don't know what it is. But the point is that you need validation for yourself, right? So that way, when things do happen with either a friendship or your relationship, you know how to forgive that person. So another thing I wanted to look up was, let's see, validating. What does that mean, right? So validating if you are having a conversation with someone and you feel like they are not hearing what you are saying, although you've said it a bunch of times. I <laughs> I cannot explain to you how many times I've had conversations with people I have been with or in relationships with and a few weeks later we're revisiting the same fucking conversation, right? You you're telling that person how you're feeling and they're just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, like I get it, blah blah blah." And then a few weeks later they're doing it the same way. They're doing the same fucking thing. I call it a fuck you trial. A two-week fuck you trial. I know this sounds crazy, but hear me out, right? So you tell someone you guys get into a fight right? You guys get into a big fight. And then next thing you know, you guys are quote unquote, which you believe are coming to a, um, a common ground, right? So you're telling that person, I don't want this, this and this, or I don't think that we should do this. However, you guys communicate, right? So it lasts, right? The first day, the second day, and then slowly but surely two weeks, literally, the person will go back doing the same shit. I don't know how the fuck I came up with this term, but I call it a fuck you child because it's literally someone, you know, they're very, they're being very, they're tippy-toeing the first few days because they just know that you guys had a fight about it, right? So they're not going to do it. And then slowly but surely, they're going to wind up forgetting what you guys spoke about. But if you and your partner have a clear communication or if you and your friends have a clear communication of what has happened, then you should try not to do it again. And even if so, learn how to communicate, you know, learn how to say, Hey, well, this bothered me, blah, blah, blah. And don't let it go on for like so long, you know, months at a time, weeks at a time, years at a time. It doesn't make sense. So it falls into like forgiveness, right? Sometimes you have those relationships where y'all can rock, you know what I'm saying? If something happens, y'all throw it under the rug, whatever. Not everybody does that. Okay. So forgiveness, right? I know you're wondering, especially the men, Forgiveness, right? How do I gain forgiveness from someone that you hurt, right? How do you gain forgiveness from someone that you hurt? Um, usually when I ask these questions out loud, I also am learning about the things that I have done or the things that I'm learning to do in the process. So I'm not perfect. So this is like a you and me thing. You know, I know you're sitting here listening. So we're figuring this out together. Right. Um, I would say if you know that you hurt someone. Definitely. Give them their space for just a little bit, but let them know that this is the reason why you're giving them the space. Um, I feel like sometimes people are so quick to just be like, oh my God, forgive me. Like I need to, I need to make sure that person forgives me. I need to make sure that, and sometimes it doesn't work that way. Sometimes a person needs to like process everybody's processing is a little bit different, right? So, um, give that person space. So let's write that down. I would say space. So we're going to do like a forgiveness box, right? 
if you're trying to gain forgiveness for someone, right? I want you to write down forgiveness, right? And then I want you to make like a little box under it. So we're going to write one box, which is space, right? And then after the space, right, you're going to communicate. Communicate to them that I understand that this is a hard time for us both. However, I'm giving you your space that is needed, right? If you fucked up tremendously, like you either cheated or whatever the case might be, I don't think a large Oh, excuse me. I don't think a large amount of space is so good. I think that you being very communicative um, with that person, even if they're not answering the phone, just to text them like, hey, you know, I'm just letting you know such and such. I hope you're doing OK. You're still kind of like giving them that that um, I'm not going nowhere kind of feeling, especially if you're trying to fight for your relationship. Right. So, you know, space communication. Let's see. What's another one that I would like? communication and hmm, acknowledgement, right? So when it's that time for that heavy conversation, please acknowledge what you've done. Do not sit there and act like it didn't happen. Do not sit there and act like that person's feelings are not validated at all. It's very belittling when you're speaking to someone and they're like, yeah, like, I get it. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I get it. And then they're just saying, but I did it because. Or when you're saying sorry to someone, do not say, I'm sorry you feel that way. That's not an apology. You say that you're sorry. I'm sorry for what I did, such and such, blah, blah, blah. And then keep it moving. Now, if you know that you're not sorry and you know, like, hey, this is the reason why I did it, then just be upfront and honest. Having... Hurtful conversations bring out the best situations. They bring out the best situations. And I know that's, it sounds probably confusing to some of you, but having hard um, conversations brings out the best in any situation because at the end of the day, you guys know how each other feel, um, how you both feel, excuse me. Um, so next question, right? How do I know the person forgives me? You would know when a person forgives you. I would say if they know how to properly communicate, you guys would have that conversation. You would you would have that conversation like, hey, I wanted to say how I feel, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to say that this is working for me and this isn't, blah, blah, blah. Just if you guys are sitting across from each other or matter of fact, I have this thing like when I communicate with a spouse or something, I feel like you guys should sit across from each other. And I mean, like, in a way, like, if you guys are on a couch and you're doing, like, Indian-style, you know, talking, or let's say, like, if the female's legs are wrapped around the guy and he's sitting Indian-style, like, just, like, a closeness where you guys can talk about something heavily because, uh, um, you know, touching also without a sexual um, action behind it can also lead to having a better, softer conversation, right? There's a statistic that states that when you hug someone, their depression level goes down, their stress level goes down, right? So if you are trying to have a conversation about something that is very heavy, I would say sit across from each other or sit next to each other just holding hands, right? 
have a habit of just listening. Women, we have to listen a little bit more too. And men, y'all not perfect, okay? Y'all have to listen too. You both have to listen. Um, there's a boundary that I feel like sometimes women cross with men and men, you know, cross with women that a female is your queen. Do you understand what I'm saying? She's your goddess. She is your she is the backbone that holds the family together. Where you make whether you making bread or not. Those of you who don't know what bread is, okay, that's money, that's dough, dinero, okay, Ch uh, chinchilla, however you guys say it nowadays. It it holds a female holds the family together, okay. I don't care how much money that you're making because somebody can make a lot of money and still don't know what to do with it, okay. So for the the guy. You are the you the breadwinner. You know, you're going out there. You're a warrior. You're a king, too. So just make sure that you guys are both not crossing that boundary too much where you guys are disrespecting each other. Make sure you guys are touching it. It helps the forgiveness process is what I'm trying to say. Right. So next question. How do I um, how do you gain someone's trust? Right. You're gaining someone's trust by. Rule number one, which I feel like in today's society, if you think that keeping a GPS on your partner or sharing your location with your partner is trust, it's fucking annoying. I mean, I feel like for some purposes, it depends on the couple, though, because if y'all like Ace Bone Coon and y'all besties or whatever the case might be, then fine. If y'all sharing each other's location, boom. That that works out too. I'm not saying it's something wrong with that. I'm not saying that you should not do it. I'm just saying that some people use it in the wrong way, especially for if you know that your spouse previously did something. You're like, oh, let me go check up on this person. And you're like keeping track of them. Stop doing that because it's also invading someone's privacy. It's also help not helping you be happy within yourself for you to trust your partner that they're doing what they what they have to do. If you don't trust someone, don't be with them. I've learned that. The hard way. If you do not trust someone, don't be with them. I don't care what the reason is for, whether it's cheating, whether it's it's just not working out. Trust me, running after someone, it doesn't get you anywhere except a heartache. Okay. Um, so let's go back to like the validation, right? Validating yourself is very important. It is a stepping stone to forgiveness and to happiness. I think all of those coincide you know, together. Um, I'm going to try my best to make sure that I close every podcast out with a quote because I forgot the other day. <laughs> I forgot the other day. Um, I don't know, guys. I'm just like in this weird zone of myself and just trying to figure out, you know, myself through this process too. But I think it's really dope to have my journal of course and music and just alone time i love my alone time it's funny because i was saying to myself the other day if i had someone at this very moment um that can truly form the person that i would want to be with like a person that i would be solely in love with what would they look like you know what would not what would they look like really but what you know qualities would they have and would I be validating have I now reached a point in my life where I'm validating myself more 
And I would say yes. I mean, let's skip to the dating part really quick. I went out on some weird dates, y'all. Like, some weird dates. And then communication with guys are just, like, low. It just doesn't make any sense. So I just feel like God has placed me at a time to be by myself. If you are single, please be mindful that it is okay to be single. That's also forgiveness, too, right there. Let's jot that down. Self-forgiveness is a thing, okay? It definitely is a thing. If you can forgive yourself for you know, hurting people in your past or just, you know, not beating yourself up so much about things that you didn't do or a career path that you didn't take. Okay. Let me tell you something. You did not know that we would be in a pandemic today. Did you let me know? I'll wait. You did not know. (laughs) So, you know, forgive yourself for the things that you have done too, you know, and learn how to forgive others. Um, If you don't know how to forgive up close, it's okay to forgive someone and to keep them at distance. I think that's a lot of what I do, too, because if you know that a person is not going to change, if you know that a person is going to remain the same and their mindset never changes, it's always the same thing to keep them at bay. Right. Including with, you know, how you grow up, too. I know a lot of us, you know, are always in this big thing, like either with our parents or whatever the case might be, it's always a good thing maybe to keep, you know, distance because you don't want that pain again that's following you. You don't want that burden again. So forgiveness, love, happiness, and validation is all within one big bubble. But remember that you yourself is very important. You are very important. When you look in the mirror, you tell yourself, I am very important. I love myself. You are doing a great job. Say those things in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? There's only one of you. Anybody watch Dion Cole? That fucking stand-up was so good. <laughs> that stand-up was so good, okay? Anybody want some parking blessings? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would just say... Before you go to bed, just write down how you can forgive your partner of what they've done and how you can forgive yourself. And then, you know, speak about things that have bothered you or is bothering you currently. And it's kind of annoying you. If something is constantly irking you, even if it's a small little thing that your partner is doing or even if within yourself, that means you have not forgiven yourself for it. Right. If there's something constantly reminding you of something, that means it's going to stay in your mind and you're going to keep, you know, trying to use your memory over and over again. It's only going to hurt you, which leads me to the closing of my quote, right? I watch a lot of sermons. I watch different things. You'd be surprised like how um, diverse I am and the things I watch and listen to. And I'm very random. Um, there's a quote that I have that's on my wall at home. It says... Stop being addicted to your memory. I'm going to say that one more time. The quote that I have today is called. Well, it's not called. Sorry. (laughs) I'm reading it as stop being addicted to your memory. And I think that's a very powerful statement. I heard that by um, Keon Henderson, I believe. Um, Stop being addicted to your memory. 
right? So everyone knows that your memory is stored in the hippocampus of your brain, right? So there are those things that are just stored in there. And sometimes they'll just pop up, you know, depending on the circumstance or situation, that's when you will, you know, remember it. But this, this is a huge thing for like people that have cheated or people that have done something in the past. Um, I know one of my friends, you know, was going through something with his girlfriend and stuff and he was doing everything that he can in the book to get her back. And for some odd reason, he was like, you know, Ra, I don't know what to do because I'm doing everything that I can. But, you know, I know she doesn't forgive me just yet. I know that where my mindset is and I know I fucked up. And I would say, you know, some women, they take a man back, you know, but yet and still you're, you're constantly bringing up questions and things and stuff like that. So you didn't fully forgive him because it's stored in your memory of what you've seen, how you've seen it, what you heard. You know, the conversation that you had, blah, blah, blah. So if you cannot forgive someone, you should not be necessarily around them in that way. You should just kind of like, you know, again, give them space, communicate and acknowledge that you feel, you know, however it is that you're feeling. So if you're just tuning in, this is Serendipity Radio. Oh, sorry, radio podcast, I would say. Um pretty much about heartbreaking erotica and life's truths. Always having a conversation about just things that people don't want to talk about. I'm a pretty honest person. And I don't know, it's just like ramping up, pretty much venting on a mic. Um, I'm, I'm a poet and I'm pretty good at writing. So I'm pretty sure that some of my advice throughout my books have helped a lot of people. And it's crazy because I go through the same shit you do. So it's not like I know any better. But I'm just like kind of forming my womanhood. So it's like teaching me to kind of, I would say, converse with someone else who went, to some, went through something similar. So close it out with the quote, stop being addicted to your memory. And remember that forgiveness runs through yourself first and then it kind of, you know, it gives a connective energy to someone else and you can kind of tell that a person forgives you. So just, you know, please have those conversations. But I'm closing this out, letting you guys know that I love you guys and please be safe out here. Hit me up with any questions, uh, text me or whatever if you guys have my number. Anyway, be safe and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye.